Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boot to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your podcorn search today. Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that. Competition is missing, you know they died off. Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss. You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go. Another episode right now, start the show. Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 169, here on Twitch, talking WrestleMania and everything else. I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, but Marty, fuck all that. We got a lot to talk about. That we do, coming off the biggest week in wrestling um, of the year. As it was mentioned this week on, um, I think it was SmackDown, the season finale of WWE, the premiere of the new season coming out, which is so odd because like the when you look at Raw and SmackDown, like their seasons are so different. 
of when their premiere and debuts are, but then the actual wrestling season, it's a whole new, it's, it's, we're, we're on a whole new run, man. It's a new year for the wrestling. We got a big week, boot to the face in Dallas. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some debuts. We're going to talk about some WrestleMania. Man, I don't know about you, but we're going to talk about a good time we had last week, so I hope you're ready. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's, let's fucking start with, uh, with the travel. Like, how was your travel? You got down there? What'd you do the first, uh, cause I, I got down late, late, late Thursday night, early Friday morning, and I didn't see you until Saturday of WrestleMania. So what'd you do, uh, the couple of days before that? Well, uh, let's see, we got, we, oh man, we flew out really early. So it was like 7 a.m. So by the time we got up, it was like four o'clock in the morning, straight out, um, Traveling wasn't too bad. It was, you know, good flight there. Got everything all settled. Uh, first day we went and hit a barbecue. Got lunch. Hadn't eaten all morning, so got some lunch. I'm not gonna lie. Passed the fuck out after that. Took a nap because we hadn't slept all day, all night. It was a uh, one of those long, 20, you know, all nighters. Um, Thursday night. I don't remember what we did Thursday night. I don't think we did much. Uh, Friday we went around town. Uh, we did a tour around uh you know we just walked around and saw like you know the jfk memorial uh the, where it had the shooting where it happened the spot some different things like looking around the buildings that are downtown dallas then we went to dinner that night steakhouse we found it happened to be in the, in the same place that the uh wrestlers were staying at so that was pretty cool eating there yeah sitting there eating dinner having nice steak fit finley walks in Chad Gable walks in, NXT wrestlers walk in, but it didn't matter. Wonder why it didn't matter? Because I looked to the right, right as I was about to cut into my beautiful looking steak, and there's the man himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin, no more than 20 feet away from me, just standing there getting ready to go sit down at his table and have a steak himself. And I looked over, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I'm like, do I get up or do I not? I didn't even get a chance to even decide because they grabbed him and said, we're going this way and took his ass to the back. So I was like, oh, well, there goes Steve Austin. Um, but no, that's basically what we did the first two days, just kind of hung around, did some stuff. Oh, we did like a, uh, a that night, we did a ghost tour around Dallas or a haunted tour around Dallas. Uh, we, we like to do that kind of things when we go to different towns. Um, hmm. And then we went to the shop that night, you know, so probably spent more money on the shop than we did tickets that for wrestlemania but hey whatever it is what it is yeah but uh other than that that was our first two days wrestlemania and then saturday obviously we met up with you guys uh downtown um or not downtown but uh in the um at&t area you know the um texas live so right there by the texas stadium yeah it was pretty cool but other than that how was your travels to get into town because we'll was, talk about the travels out of town in a moment, because uh, that should be different. Oh, my travels out of town were great. My travels getting there, my flight got delayed twice Thursday night. Um, also, Atlanta Airport decided, hey, we know we got flights at like 10, 11 o'clock, but we're closing all the restaurants and any place you can get a drink at 9 p.m. That's how it is everywhere. I, I don't know. I don't fly late, but I'm going to start yeah. because let me tell you, you know how much I hate flying yeah. The three or four times I flew at night, it's been so much more calming for me. Like, the turbulence isn't as bad, I guess, because the air is cooler and not as many storms. You can't really see. Like, and I was I was telling them on 80 Proof this week, I don't know, I think I'm becoming a, a grown man. Like, 
I wasn't as scared this time flying. Like during the takeoff and up there in the air, like I was kind of cool. There was a couple little, couple of nervous points here and there. Um, this is what yeah, like your so, fourth flight in two years, three years. No, I've been flying a lot lately, man. Oh like, really? I mean, yeah. me and let's see, we flew to Chicago back and forth. That was three years ago, right? Four years. And then ago. we went, and then we went to New York back and forth, right? And then we went to three Chicago again last year, and then okay. we just did this one this time. Yeah, so um, that's your fourth trip. Yeah, in about a year, I guess. Well, fourth the year. Eighth Chicago, flight. First Chicago was four Eighth years ago. flight. Man. And then before that, like two years before that, I flew back and forth to Dallas and Oklahoma City for work. So, I mean, okay. I'm, I've flown... Ten, ten flights like, over the last five years. Yeah, these last like four or five years. <laughs> I, I've been, I, may, I may have done ten flights like the last three years, but, you know, it's <laughs> all good, whatever. Well, I hadn't done a flight in like 20. Um, <laughs> George Alum says it's the guy that sleeps at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> don't put on sleeper matches um but yeah that that was that was trash so like i was hungry i was irritable and then fucking the flight got delayed we didn't take off to almost one o'clock atlanta time but they had crown royal and spirit airlines we flew up their spirit and we flew back american airlines tell me why american airlines didn't have alcohol but spirit did you know you, i'm glad you mentioned because i was gonna make a comment about that too um southwest just started serving alcohol again as well when I flew it during uh, for Royal Rumble to St. Louis, they didn't have alcoholic services. They were doing non-alcoholic beverages still. Mm. And then the flight out, they actually had um, beverages again. They had a full menu. They had substitutes and stuff out. Um, Jameson was no longer on the menu, but they had wild turkey on there. That ain't, bad. That ain't a bad substitute. No, but when they have ginger ale, it's like they can, you know, good mixture right there. Yeah. Um, I didn't drink anything. But it, you know, but I saw they had him back on. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's about time, you know, we're getting back on there. I mean, I've done like three or four flights since COVID started, and this stuff, and there's no alcohol any of those times. So it was nice to see it back on. But uh, EJ says spirits were flowing on Spirit Airlines. Yeah, I needed. I mean, it. I, hey, it they was, ain't got anything else going for them, so they gotta have the alcohol going. You know, it was two little airplanes and a Coke Zero. It was only twenty bucks. That's like that's like how much that would be at a bar. Yeah. I mean, if you look at uh, even Southwest, like the the shooter, because they're basically giving shooters, you know. Yeah. And they're only like six dollars. Um, but I will say, like, I shit on Spirit a couple years ago when we flew to Chicago, just because it wasn't the best. I don't know. I mean, Spirit. If I had to pick, it'd probably go Southwest, American Airlines. Um, I think those are the only two I've ever flown since I've been an adult, and Spirit. So Spirit would be yeah. the bottom three of those, but it would definitely go Southwest first. But this past Spirit flight wasn't bad at all. Like the well, chairs man, are a little you're uncomfortable. Lucky to get one, you got to get one good one in there at some point. I yeah. will never fly Spirit. Uh, I've flown them <laughs> the two like the few times I've flown them was during like immediate like how to get a flight like holiday weekend. Yeah, I had to get back home for like a funeral, you know, kind of thing. <clears throat> the chairs uh, are very uncomfortable. It's like an old school fucking yeah. Metro City bus. And uh, EJ mentions it, United, and I, I was talking about this the other day. Uh, we were, you know, back in the, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, United was all I flew, you know, fly Ted with United. And then, I mean, I used to make round trip t- trips to Denver for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then uh, Spirit or Southwest started rolling up and then they got better prices and then they included their t- their baggages mm. were united That's, that got, goes a long know, way <clears throat> the united that included check baggage 100 bucks but you were paying like 50 dollars for your baggage uh southwest you could spend the same price you know my trip i think my flights to dallas were like 200 dollars total 
<clears throat> and but that includes bags, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't for me my hierarchy, and this is how I fly Southwest all the time. If I have to, I'll jump down to United, and then uh, American. I've only flown American a couple times, but then I'll do Frontier, then Delta, and then fucking Spirit if I absolutely have to. But there's oh okay, go, I, Delta's a shit another one. Ton's got to go happen before I go yeah. down to use Spirit. I thought Frontier was like on the same level as Spirit. It's a step above. It, they have more comfortable seats on on Spirit or on Frontier. Okay. Um, it's like yeah, it's it's not much more, but it's a step. It's a little bit step above. Yeah. Uh, I tell you one thing. We got to the airport, and I was trying to get something to eat, and the only thing open, like we walked past Five Guys, right? Because Five Hudson? Guys, the line was so fucking long at Five Guys. So we walked all the way down the terminal looking for places. Everything's closing, so it's like fuck. We'll go back to Five Guys. We're standing this long ass line at Five Guys. The dude in front of us turns around. He goes, "I hate to break it to y'all, but they told me to hold this cup because I'm the last person in line that they're gonna take." So let's tell him, "Give me the cup." I was so fucking frustrated. I just, I I was so fucking frustrated. I just walked away. I was like, whatever. So Leanne went and like got some shit out of the vending machine. But then like, I was just over it. But I did sleep on the flight down there because it was that smooth. Um, But yeah, the the travel wasn't awful. We got in late Thursday night. We checked into the hotel. Woke up Friday morning. I walked to uh, Orange Theory. Did a workout. And then, what did we do Friday? We uh. I think we went to WrestleCon Friday. WrestleCon. Yeah. yeah, WrestleCon we did Friday. Excuse me. We saw uh, Joey DeLorme. We met up with him and his family there. They were actually like three doors down from us in the hotel. Um, met up with him. Met up with Ray from SoCal. Met up with Jeff from Fully Posable. Uh, PPW Podcast. He was there. Who else did I see while I was there? I saw a lot of people. I, you know, I hate if I forget to name somebody. Um WrestleCon was fun. It always is. It was a lot more people than it was in New York. But I you know, I know it's a cliche. And it's funny to say. And we all make fun of it and talk about it. But seriously, something's got to be done. Like, I don't know if you could do a body odor check at the door before you allow a motherfucker to come in. But there was one point where I was just so, like, physically sick from the smell. I had to leave the room. Like, I couldn't even go in. It was a New Japan room, Marty. They had, like, New Japan shit everywhere. Why am and, I not surprised? And all I was the, like, like it's going to be, like, the NWA or New Japan. Or all, all the New Japan guys that were there for WrestleCon were in the room. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even stay in the room. I had, I had to leave. And, like, my wife is there with me. Like, you know how sometimes it's like, all right, like, I can stomach a little bit of uncomfortability. But I know good and well. Like, she ain't, but it was me this time. Like yeah. I didn't even wait for her to be like, "This sucks." They're all walking was... around with their cut off sleeves. Ugh. And, ugh. Yeah, they've and, been traveling just... all day. No shower the night before, probably the week before. That must come in. Ugh. The main room at WrestleCon. Off their arms. Yeah, the main room at WrestleCon was so busy when we first got there that I had to leave, and I went and found Mark Henry. Um, so I got my world title, my big gold signed by Mark Henry now. So three. Of the seven black world champions are all on my belt now. So I still need Kofi, Big E, and Lashley. Um, funny little story. I was talking to Mark Henry because he was asking me about the belt. And I was telling him, I said, yeah, I want all the black <clears throat> world champions on here. I said, but but, um, but I'm not going to be able to get the rock more than likely. 
and he looks at me and he pulls a Marty. He goes, let me tell you something about what I heard about Dwayne. <laughs> he didn't Dwayne. say the rock. He said Dwayne. He said, I heard there was a signing that he did. They paid him $500,000 to sign memorabilia for three hours. He says, I don't know how much it costs to get your memorabilia in the room. He goes, but it is, but it is possible. And I was just like, I'm not in that tax bracket. He said, yeah, me either. He goes, at that point, you're just accumulating wealth to use that money for something else. Like, I don't know to buy the exit. I don't know. We sat down and talked for Mark Henry for a minute, right? Which was always cool. You had the gun club or whatever the fuck they're called. Mm-hmm. Back there being annoying as fuck. They're just, they're just that whole family just annoys the shit out of me. I love them. They're so fucking uh, loud, and the there was nobody in their line, us. right? There's nobody in their line to take pictures and shit. Uh, so they just get loud and start fucking yelling across the damn room, and it's like, just shut up. And Mark Henry kept calling them the ass AEW boys. Room? No, it, it, it was just a a separate room. It was Mark Henry, the Big Show, the Gun People, Kurt Angle. I think Bret Hart was in there. Ric Flair came walking through. Um, there's a couple other people I don't remember, but uh. The AEW row, you you get a kick out of this, Marty. It was like Moxley, it was a uh, Christian, Christian and all of them. Who else was there? A couple other AEW people, and, and then it was Ruby Soho, <laughs> and she was sitting there playing on her phone because nobody was in her line. This might time. be the, that might be the, my favorite story of WrestleMania weekend. I was told that's the though, second time you I, told me. And I was, was told there. that that her line was pretty long <laughs> before we got there. Yeah, and the fish I caught was thirteen inches long. You know, <laughs> but uh, Mickey James and everybody was in there. I went and said hi to Lisa Marie. I couldn't get to Mickey James because her her line was pretty pretty fucking long. Um, your girl Brandy Lauren was there. Apparently, some dude was like being really creepy and like took a picture like at her cleavage down her shirt, and I was like. Why am I not surprised? People are Yeah, and they were probably my wife and Ray were person. talking about it and I was thinking, I was like, Yeah, that is creepy. I was like, but I wonder if like I mean that's that's kinda her gimmick now, right? Like I mean basically. To have it all out. Your girl Jordan Grace was there. Um, Shut your mouth with that shit. <laughs> Shut your mouth. My beats that are shit. about to die. Um so but WrestleCon was fun. This is what we'll do, because Okay, I get it. Low battery. Please charge. Um Fucking professional, man. Actually, we're we're going to take a break. I can't even hear you. My headphones literally just fucking died. Um, <laughs> we're going to take so a we're break, gonna go to break. When we come back, we'll get into Saturday. Actually, talk WrestleMania, and we'll talk about what happened at Texas Live. And we'll talk about Marty punking out on a fucking bet that we were supposed to be doing, and he didn't take part in it. And I'm glad I can't hear oh, you right shit. now, because you're going to complain about it and tell me whatever. So, we will be right back after these brief messages. Stay tuned. Cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, shit, thought, thought. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bruh. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. 
My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got thirties and hundred rounds too. Welcome back, boot to the face, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. Marty, are you on mute or can I just not hear you? Uh, I'm good. No, I was on mute at the moment. Cool. I just can't hear you. It's fine. Uh, Marty, go ahead and... Fucking shit. This annoys the hell out of me when I can't get stuff going. Um, Welcome back. Boo to the face. I can't hear Marty. Marty can hear me, though. And so can everybody else. You can't hear me? I wasn't talking. Can you hear me now? Marty keeps talking, but I can't hear him. (laughs) All right, Marty, go ahead and, uh, you know, plug something, I guess. Talk about social media and all that. I'm going to figure out why the fuck I can't hear anything. (laughs) Well, if you haven't found us yet, you can follow us on all our social medias on Instagram, boot to the face underscore, on Twitter at boot to the face, our link tree uh, is right there. You can click on that as well. Uh, You can see all those links as where we can find us on the screen also. Uh, you can share us, follow us, retweet us. Um, daily interaction there. We always appreciate it. Uh, not only that, you can find us on Full Press Coverage and Full Press Radio. And you can find us on Patreon at Filter Free Podcast. And then you can also find us at all our different show, our spots. You can buy our merchandise, whatamaneuver.net. Uh, I think we even still got a shop up on Pro Wrestling Tees. So there's some, you know, antiquity T-shirts there you can find from our early days. Um, but other than that, you can guys, you know, buy your merch, get your your boots to the face gear, your glasses. It's summertime about to come up. Get your t-shirts, get those pint glasses so you can drink that ice cold beer. Uh, but we definitely appreciate all that you guys do, uh, following us on all social medias, and we look forward to interacting with you there as well. Also, if you haven't, you can join us on our Discord, which is also in our link tree, and talk about wrestling and especially what we do. Um, live threads during the pay-per-views and during the shows and throughout the week and those are always fun with the group that we have in there as well appreciate it marty so let's talk about saturday <clears throat> saturday nice. we wake up and we meet at texas live um the uber ride to texas live joey delorme his gigantic ass family me and leanne uh we get an Uber that's supposed to seat seven is what the guy told us. He only had two doors in the back, Marty, one on each side, meaning the seats had to be like scooted up. Me and Leanne were the smallest. So we sat in the back and by the smallest, I don't mean that there was room for me back there. Uh, and then Joey and his gigantic ass family, they can't scoot up that much because they're all up. There. So it was a very uncomfortable, ride. But we get to the busted open party at Texas live. Um, I was listening to Busted Open. It was not a thousand people there. There may have been a thousand people at Texas Live, but not but for not the fucking the Busted Open party. No, there was like maybe two hundred. Um, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's wrestling. Embellish a little. Um, but the party was fun. The show. Was I mean, good. if you count Billy Ray's ego, then you're probably around. 2, hey, 000. Billy Ray's looking in shape though. Billy Ray's lost I a mean, lot of weight. Like he looks like he's ready to come single. back. He's got to get ready to prowl. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he looks like he's ready to come back to the ring. <sighs> I honestly didn't recognize him when he walked on stage. I was like, "What the fuck you is that?" Got to make that alimony check. I don't think they were married, were they? 
Yeah, they were married. He was married to Velvet. I thought they were just together. I don't know. What? Whatever. I thought they were married. No. Well, whatever. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. Uh, the busted open party was a lot of fun. Uh, the roast was good. Uh, sitting up at the top with Marty and Sarah and Leanne and me and the Delorme family. We're all drinking, getting along. So at one point, the party's over, and we're walking through Texas Live, and we go to a place called PBR, Professional Bull Riding, and there's a bull. I don't know if y'all listeners know this about Marty. He's very, he's very little hillbillyish in his ways sometimes, right? Where's cowboy boots? What's the name of those boots you like? Uh, Ariat. Ariat boots, right? Really expensive. Uh, came up doing horticulture stuff, raising cattle, farming, all that kind of shit, right? We by this time we've been drinking a little bit, at least I have. And I said, Look, there's a bull. And Marty says, or maybe I said, I bet I can stay on the bull longer than you. I've never done it before. Marty says, No, the fuck you can't. And we get this back and forth. So now I'm at the bar asking the guy to turn the fucking bull on. And he's like, the bull's not opening until this time. I said, What time do y'all close? He says, 2 a.m. I said, Cool. We will be back after WrestleMania. WrestleMania comes and goes. I'm back at PBR, and Marty is nowhere to be found. Now, I will say this. Had you been there, you would have won. I didn't stay on that bull long at all. But I did ride the fucking thing. Um, I feel like I could have stayed on it longer, but it, it wasn't worth the fight. Like, there was no competition going. Um, Leanne was ready to go. Like, there was no point in me staying on the bull longer than I need to. Plus, I didn't want to get hurt. But I'm not going to lie. We turned around. I was taking a picture of the Nolan Ryan statue up in the front. And I turn around and you were gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? This guy be walking up there. And I'm like, yeah. I ain't walking upstairs right now. I'm fucking dead. I'm done. And he I, left. Still walk. I still gotta walk half a mile to the car. And I don't even know where the fuck they are. I'm not walking. I'm this far. I'm not turning around and walking back. I would have paid you 20 bucks to take us back to our fucking hotel. We didn't get an Uber until like an hour and a half later. There yeah, were, there were we no were like, Ubers. I was thinking about like that too. And then I had no... The way he was taking me was to go up north and around and come back down to where we're at. Yeah. So it was like that complete opposite, like not even like the direction towards our hotel. I'm like, fuck. It took us forever to get out of there and get to a road, like to the point where I just got on a road and hope it led to the fucking hotel. and just kept driving and changing my map the entire time. I uh, will say this. Due to forfeit, I won the bull riding competition, Marty, because you didn't show up. That. That is that would be correct assessment. My fucking four seconds on the bull. <laughs> I don't even think I made a whole fucking rotation where the bull goes around before I fell off. I mean, when you come out to uh, New or L.A. next year, I can get set up with a real bull if you want. Why the fuck would I want a real bull? Why would I want? I'm not trusting not. you to do that. You wouldn't even ride the fake one with me. They they give they give they get you. Uh, they got gear for you. PPP PP. They got that shit for you, man. We'll wrap you up. We'll be good. It's safe. I gotta go to work they on helmets. Monday. I'm they got helmets. I'll, I'll even let you wear a helmet. You know what I didn't need to wear? A helmet on? The fucking mechanical bull. You would have <laughs> known that had you showed up. But you did Oh, also, you would have enjoyed the fucking... Oh, I, I know PBR. Yeah. I know PBR. There's one, in, there's one in Atlanta, too. Yeah, there's one at the Battery. There's one in New York. Um, and there's one in uh, in Vegas. There's dude, one... There's a, yeah, oh, if you're into that kind of thing, I like thing, PBR. There's one in St. Louis. There was one at the... the 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 live whatever they call it down St. Louis live or whatever it is yeah uh, when we went Admire and I went and had lunch there they had one upstairs as well uh, before we get into the WrestleMania talk last little bit Texas live 
right in front of the stadium is probably like the coolest fucking scenery I've ever seen in a stadium. Like walking out of that bar that or the place we were all sitting, the four of us before we walked over there, just like the fountain right there and all this shit. Like that's probably the coolest looking shit I've I've ever seen. Like the whoever designed all that, like they really got. Yeah, I mean they have it built so that when you're sitting at the bar, you're looking right at the damn stadium. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then when you walk out, like there's a picture with the four of us standing in front of it. It looks so good that it looks fake. It looks like we're in front of a fucking green screen, right? Like, exactly. Um, but yeah, Texas Live was a lot of fun. If you have a chance to go either to a Cowboys game or any kind of event at Cowboys Stadium, I would recommend going there first and just walking up, like parking at Texas Live and then walking over if you can. But that just, the ambiance of all that was just really fucking good. And just Texas, don't go for a Cowboys game as a Cowboys fan. You might get disappointed. Texas Live is just a bunch of like sports bars and barbecue places and just all this shit in one big building with an opening in it. And then there's a bar up front. Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. That hotel that's right there connected to a thousand dollars a night during WrestleMania. Yep. No way in hell I was there. That's where I wanted to stay though, because I've seen people stay there for Cowboys games. I'm like, man, I bet that's expensive. It is a thousand bucks a night, like. And there's no hand job included or anything like that. Like, what the fuck? I mean, there can be. I mean, <laughs> it's an extra. It's an extra. Um, but yeah, that was that was a lot of. Uh, I don't know. It was just it was a good vibe Saturday. Like the the whole thing, and then walking over to WrestleMania. And I don't know about you, but I enjoyed the fuck out of WrestleMania on Saturday. I enjoyed the hell out of WrestleMania all fucking weekend. Um, it was a damn good time. Except for a little punk ass little girl that fucking next to me kept fucking twisting her body and sitting <laughs> sideways, putting her fucking legs all over daddy's lap and shit and hanging over my chair. I'm like, what the fuck you doing? Why don't you just switch seats with Sarah? She's smaller than you. The little girl probably wouldn't even bother. And then sit next to Joey's brother? Because yeah. we'd be like hanging over each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess you and <laughs> you, Joey's brother. Yeah, y'all would have been touching a lot. I mean, his, his legs would have been over my lap. My arm would be over his arm and shit. <laughs> Um, but WrestleMania Saturday, I didn't go to Sunday. You went to Sunday, so we'll get into Sunday, I guess, after the, uh, after the break. But Saturday, I felt, and not just because I was there, I felt Saturday was the better of the two days, uh, the better of the two WrestleMania days. I'm, uh, I'll put it this way. I think night two, for me, uh, was, was fantastic because I, there's more people on the night two that I liked. Mm-hmm. However, night one was fantastic, but night two for me was more nostalgic Night two, I mean, I know you don't care for it too much, but I mean, we got Triple H. Oh my God. We got Undertaker. Oh we my got God. Vince. We got Austin. Man, I was fucking feeling like I was 13 years old again. It was fantastic. Triple H just had to come out and do a fucking 20 minute promo for no I mean, reason. Come on, dude. Whatsoever. Like, he's going to give a Hall of Fame speech. Why's he got to come he, out now? Like, nobody like, cares about Triple H. Down. Get the fuck. Yeah, what was it? He didn't even wrestle. Nobody cares about just, you putting your boots in the ring. Just fuck fuck out of here, he's guy. Done. He's hanging them up. He's putting his retirement. If he's hanging them up, you shouldn't have left him in the ring. You should have left him in the fucking locker room somewhere hanging up. Nobody cares about Triple H. What a waste of fucking time that was. You're the only one that doesn't care for Triple H. No, Someone everybody else was there fucking cheering and complaining. Just, oh, my God, it's Triple H. Let's get ready to suck it. Let's shut the fuck up. Triple H sucked. <laughs> he's Triple H is the most egotistical fucking wrestler that there was like, come on, you got to make the weekend about you, about night two. You have to come out first. 
You can't give that fucking spotlight to, I don't know, one of the wrestlers that are there working their ass off the whole time. It could have had Ricochet versus fucking, who's the, uh, Ricochet versus Finn Balor in a champion versus champion match. And they still would have had time left over after his long ass fucking intro. Okay. So just, you know, just to go there, it started it off. And then you quickly forgot about it. You may not have forgot about it because you you hate him so much and you it riled you up and fired you up. Yeah, you forgot you about it because you fell asleep. It was out there for so fucking long. Not night two, and I didn't pal, I didn't fall asleep night one. I was dozing off. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm not talking I about you. I'm talking about me. I was in the bed watching it on myself. my phone, and Triple H came out, and I was just like, "Oh shit, Lashley No Moss is in the ring." Like, come on. Oh, see, see RK bro, the the tag team match right after that, you just quickly jump right in. And you didn't, you just forgot about it. So, anyways, let's get to night one. Let's get back to night one. Night one. Night one was a fantastic show. The environment was awesome. Um, I was drunk. The Usos and you know Nakamura and Boogs. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It sucks that the way it ended. Boogs got fucking yeah. You know, and he had had surgery. So yep. So that sucks. I'm not a fan of his. So. Pre triple pre evolution triple H is one of my favorite wrestlers since EJ. Good for you. So what he's saying is he liked Triple H, the game, and Stephanie Mann and Helmsley era. Is what he's saying. When he used to wear that little stupid ass leather jean jacket cut off thing with that Kangol hat. Triple H was tri- the only thing good about Triple H was that My Time song he used to have. That was good, but he just annoyed me. Like. Anytime I was watching wrestling and Triple H was out there, like to me, the momentum would slow down of the show. I just never liked, even when he was like feuding with The Rock, and I feel like he always thought he was on par with The Rock and Stone Cold, and he's not. He's not. He was just there, like he lasted longer. The Rock went to Hollywood. Stone Cold got hurt. Triple H stayed. That doesn't make you just as good as him. It means you ain't got other fucking options. Fucking Blade Trinity. He sucked in that. He was in the chaperone. He sucked in that pacifier movie. Was it the chaperone? Whatever. He was trash in that. He tried his pacifier hand. Pacifier was Vin Diesel. That's a different movie. He tried his hand in Hollywood. It didn't work. So he was stuck with wrestling. You know what's funny is like we always talk. Like, you know, me and my friends always talk shit about like Nicolas Cage, and now the fucker doesn't say no to an acting role. And now he's got a movie where he's playing Nicolas Cage. Well, and this movie's fucking got like a ninety-eight percent on like Rotten Tomatoes, so it's like one of the best movies ever. Uh, but no, the, the funny thing is you can be scrolling through movies. You know who doesn't say no to movies either? Hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, he's got a lot of fucking straight he's got to so many movies. It's like, what the? When did he make this shit? Yeah, straight this to DVD movies. I remember being bored one night, like a couple years ago, and I watched like three Stone Cold movies, and they were all the same fucking thing. Like, like exactly. Like he, made, like I remember he made the Condemned, which yeah. was like an actual like motion picture in the movie theaters movie yeah he made like two or three movies that were in the movie theaters but then like, he made the same movies over and over again everything else went straight to the dvd yeah. section at your and local grocery you know, store then he, he got into the he, i know you hate him but he got into the adam sandler click made multiple adam sandler movies and he's fantastic in all of them but you know austin austin's had some run in some movies yeah. and do need to say no um i'm sorry i skipped Something. Let's go back before we get into WrestleMania again. I also did the Access Superstore on Saturday, right? Um, and that was that was good. There was a lot of Randy Orton was doing. Randy Orton was holding court in there. Like it's so unorganized how they had it though, because it was like you could pay a hundred dollars to see Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. I mean, fifty bucks, right? Or you get a ten dollar ticket 
and still just walk around and see them. <laughs> like there were people there that paid 50 bucks for the Randy Orton thing. I paid $10 just to get in and I still no, fucking saw No, but there was hold on. The that one was a different thing. There was an actual like panel with Randy Orton and RK Bro. There there was a so you know where they had like the walk through WrestleMania? Mhm. Like that when you walk through there, that led back to another room that actually had like a panel like ah, stage. Okay. And and that's where they had the actual panels with like that's where Seth and Becky were. I got you. And that's where like you know the four uh, or the five or six women the last day. Um Cody had a had a thing back there. Yeah. Um RK bro had a panel. But that's where the actual panel you paid for. That's that was back there in a separate room. Yeah. Uh the Exit store was good. I spent I spent way too much money in there. Um and then I spent a little bit of money getting I, I'm a real big fan of getting memorabilia when you go to these big events. Like yeah. at least get a shirt or something like that. My wife likes the hoodies. So she'll I grab a, a shirt, hoodie. I got a hoodie, and then I always get the pins. Like even like when I go to the to stadiums. Yeah. I always get like a stadium pin. Oh, look at I have a bunch of them right here. All star game from twenty twenty two with you know, yeah. Denver. I got a uh I got a WrestleCon shirt, you know, twenty five bucks. And then I got a, uh, like I said, my wife got a, she got a, she got the zip up that you mm-hmm. got. She got one of those, which I really like those, but I didn't want to buy two of them. Like they were 60 bucks each. Um, and then I got a WrestleMania t-shirt that looked like a, like a whiskey label almost. Yeah. But had I known that when I got to that stadium, they would literally have a Cowboys WrestleMania t-shirt. I wouldn't have bought either one of those. And then my wife, you know, made me get two of them. She's like, you're going to wear one of them so much. It's going to fuck up in the next couple of years. And you're going to wish you had another one. So just buy two of them. I was like, I'm just going to get one. I told the lady, I need one extra large. She's like, get two. So spent that much money there. And then all the alcohol, like spent way too much money at WrestleMania. I hate to see what my fucking credit card statement is going to look like next year in LA. Cause I'm going to have to come stay with you, Marty, if you're still there. I hope you got, yeah, that's, it's going to be uh it's going to be interesting next year. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like, do I just fucking stay here? For <laughs> just for WrestleMania? It might no, be cheaper. I'm going to put my 12-month notice in so that they know I'm leaving after WrestleMania. It might be cheaper to just pay for another year of living in your apartment than it will be to rent a fucking hotel. I mean, seriously, like, my parents aren't living here, so it's like I, got, I don't got them to come stay with. I'm like, I yeah. better make some good friends that have a nice house somewhere. Uh, nah, but, it's gonna, yeah. Next year's going to be crazy. Next year's going to be awesome. I think next year's going to be fun. Yeah. I hope a lot more people come that like in our circle of people that we know, like I feel like all the people that like listen to this or that we interact with, they go to the AEW or like WrestleCade or shit like that more. No than matter where it's at. Mania. Um, and I'm not doing any more AEW this year. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up at the end of the show, like uh, future plans wrestling. And I think we can get into that at the end. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, get into, let's, let's get into night one first. But yeah, like you said, the Usos beat Nakamura and Boogs. It's always fun to be in the crowd when the Usos come out. Like Always. I don't know. It's just they, they bring a fucking vibe where it's like, oh shit, it's the fucking Usos. Um, the crowd loves them. It was a good match until, you know, Boogs got hurt. They won with the 3D at the end. That was good. Um, and then everything that happened on Friday with Nakamura, the Usos, and Roman was just fucking perfect. Um, what match was after that? Uh, it was we got the, the McIntyre and Happy Corbin. Yeah, I think Which, I went. I went and got drinks during that, that one. fucking match. Like whatever, but like what didn't make sense? He cut the fucking rope with his sword. 
Really? You're the second match of the night? Like, just fucking, dude, just go away. I don't know, man. Like, Drew McIntyre with the sword, I get it. But it's fucking dumb. It's lame. Like, just fucking move on from the sword, bro. Just move on from Drew McIntyre. Uh, no, Send him back to Impact. Yet. Send him back to Impact. Impact. Send him back to fucking ROH or AEW. Drew needs. I think it's time for Drew to leave WWE again. I'm not feeling Drew at all. I have. I've never felt Drew though. Like I like Drew, but yeah, I I think that I don't think he needs. To, and the problem, I think they they know he doesn't need to be in the main title picture, and there really is nowhere else for him after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the case, like all honestly. There's no reason why he can't be in the U.S. title reign or the you know IC title uh, picture, but they don't have him. They have him fucking feuding with Happy Corbin all year long and, mm. and Sami Zayn, you know, like whatever. Um, then we got the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Best part of this was that Mysterios lost, and Miz took down Logan Paul, which we missed because we were sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, the crowd reacted, and we turned around, and fucking Logan Paul's on his face. I was like, oh, no, I missed it. I will say this, though. Everybody's giving Logan Paul credit about how good he did. Like, even on Covino and Rich, they were talking about it. They were like, Logan Paul came in, he took it seriously, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Bad Bunny's missing out on the credit that he deserves. Like, cause he's oh, dude, the, that guy, he, he's Bad the, Bunny is so much higher. It should be have so much more praise than Logan Paul. Well, this is this is my point though. Like, up until Bad Bunny, celebrities would come in. Well, I guess Lawrence Taylor did main event of WrestleMania. He wasn't that good, but he did try. But up until Bad Bunny, celebrities would come in and just sleepwalk through it. Mm-hmm. Right? Snooki sucked. Fucking Maria Menounos wasn't good. Like. All these celebrities came in and weren't good, and Bad Bunny came in and fucking killed it. Yep. So, I mean, I imagine Logan Paul's like, well, fuck, Bad Bunny worked his ass off and did it. Like, I need to do it, too. And he did well. Like, in all honesty, like, the dude was good. Um, And then your boy the next day on Jackass, like, he wasn't as good as Logan Paul or Bad Bunny, but he was trying. Like, he took right. an ass whooping, too. And then, yeah. obviously, all the little, like, Jackass stuff that was going on. Um, but you know, Logan Paul did well, but I just, I don't want it to be forgotten. Like how fucking good bad bunny was at last year's mania and at the Royal rumble and how he kind of set the bar for celebrities coming in to wrestle in these big spots now. Oh yeah. Cause if that hadn't happened, Logan Paul coming out would have been a fucking shit show. He would have just come in and been Logan Paul and, you know, did some punches, did some moves, took some spots. It wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, Definitely. Then we I got think they're Bianca going into Belair. Oh, real quick. Cool. I think they're going to a program with Logan Paul and the Miz. Oh, really? I don't know. Because well, like, the the Miz has a match on Monday night against somebody else. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I mean, so, I mean, it would make sense if that's the yeah. case. I mean, yeah. but then if the Miz is doing that match on Monday, he's still healed. But if he goes against Logan Paul, he's face right. Like, <laughs> well, it could just be a matchup against the Miz, and then Logan Paul comes out and fucks it up. I don't think Logan Paul comes out on Raw. He better not because I mean it's a Cody match. I really don't want him coming out and yeah. fucking injecting that. Um, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, match of WrestleMania to me. This is the best match at WrestleMania to me, just because of the story. Um, they treated both of the, both of these women got treated like fucking superstars, which they are. Mm-hmm. Becky got like that fucking video package at the beginning, like showing you how big of a deal she is, how she hasn't lost in so long. Bianca got the fucking uh, historical black college to come out and do a step routine for it for her entrance. Like, 
They both look like stars during the match or before the match. And then the match starts. And it's fucking great. Like, <laughs> you really had no clue who was going to. I picked Bianca, right? I don't know what our picks are as far as the score or whatever. I picked Bianca to win. But sitting there watching that match, I'm like, Becky's going to fucking win the match. Yeah. And then, like, I watched it again last night. And just a little bit of storytelling they were doing where Becky was getting so fucking frustrated that she she couldn't cheat to win. She was hitting her with fucking everything. Even tried to win by count out. And Bianca jumps in. And, like, she just fucking attacks her as soon as she gets in. The ending sequence where she's going for the fucking manhandle slam. And Bianca hits the fucking middle rope, does a backflip. And then catches her with the KOD, like, the whole thing. Have you seen Bianca's eye? Yo, yeah. From the fucking flip Becky did and kicked her in the face. Oh, yeah. Um, Just the being there for that match was fun. The crowd involvement. I'm one of the people that didn't think that Becky being a heel would work. It definitely worked during this match. Like, people were booing her. And the pop Bianca got for pinning Becky Lynch was, that's like, that's why you turn her heel. Is for her to get Bianca over like that at WrestleMania. Like, just the the whole thing worked for me. Um, I think this was the best match of the weekend that I saw. Uh, Cody and Seth were pretty good, but Cody and Seth were good. Uh, it was longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, and the first half of that match, like it, this match could have been a ten minute match and been match of the night. Yeah. But. The first 10 minutes, it was just like, you saw Cody return. Cody got the pop. It was exciting. The the energy that was going on in the place, the fucking roof blew off. And then they started the match. And it was a very slow, technical wrestling match. It wasn't even, like, a very good wrestling match. It was just, they were in the ring, you know? And you could start hearing people just talking. The crowd, like the the noise you were hearing, this was just people having conversation. Like it felt like nobody was watching the match. And then about ten minutes in, halfway through the match, things turn up a little bit. You get the first false finish, and then you start just then they start hitting and doing moves and and doing shit, and it elevated the match up. And all of a sudden, the second ten the second ten minutes of that match was a totally different match. Mm. And that second half of that match easily matched the night. But that first half of the match was just it was so long and drawn out and it took forever to get the story going. Um, and you didn't need to go that route. So, uh, you know, that that kind of took that away from a little bit. But I thought it was a great match. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. The fact that Cody got the win, I really wasn't expecting. I, I felt like they had to give him the win, but I didn't think they were going to. And so him getting the win over Rollins, uh, I thought well, I thought it was a damn good match. I know we just jumped right into that match, but let's talk about the the entrance. Um, you know, everybody knew it was going to be Cody, but you didn't really yeah. fucking know. Like, I was honestly expecting Shane McMahon to come out. Like, yeah. with all the rumors and shit that were going around about Shane being back in the fold, I was like, ugh. But they just went fucking right into it, man. And Cody's music hit, the American Nightmare logo comes up. and I, Let's talk about that. Like, Cody did some work. You know your ass is fucking running the show and running, you're doing what you get and getting what you want, doing what you want. When you return to the WWE, with your name, your moniker, your character, your your logo, entrance, and your music hits, entrance too. WrestleMania, that fucking coming up through the ground. That's AEW exactly. shit. Yep. Um, here's my question. 
When he was in AEW, he was getting booed like crazy, right? I, I saw your tweet this morning. Yeah. Or this morning I saw your tweet. So, so yes. So here, here's my question. Like, <laughs> if AEW fans are booing Cody, and then he comes to WWE, and <clears throat> WWE fans, all of a sudden he gets the biggest pop of the fucking night next to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was really booing him in AEW? Like, do they not like him in AEW, but they like him in WWE? And then if that's the case, like... Aren't they kind of like betraying AEW by being like Cody belongs in WWE? Like I don't, I don't understand the crowd reaction to Cody from AEW to WWE. Because guess what? If you're just telling me that it's only WWE fans that were cheering for him, well then how the fuck would they know anything? Like when he left, he was Stardust. Exactly. He was Cody Rhodes. You know, the, the, you know that was what six years ago. Yeah. You know, I mean. The kids aren't going to know the difference. They're right. all they're going to know. They have no idea is, who the American Nightmare is. All they're going to know is Cody Rhodes. Right, Cody. So then, who you the know? fuck was booing them in AEW? Just smart fans like trying to be cool and fit in with everybody else. Like, oh, we're not supposed to like Cody. But then it comes to WWE, and you go to WrestleMania, and now all of a sudden, oh, he's cool again because he's not. In I can AEW. cheer him on because I'm not going to get shit on by the rest of the AEW. Right. I'm not going to get shit on by the rest of these these paid off bots. Yeah, and you know who you want, fucking, uh, you know who you want to be on your side? People that don't bathe. Like, that's who you want approval from. You want approval from people that fucking smell bad when they go to, re- get the fuck out of here. I'm a cheer for who I like. I don't right. give a f- and, and I do, like, when I go to these shows. I don't give a fuck what people around me I'm not gonna lie, think. we sat in our seats, and I look back, like, oh, there ain't no one behind us. I'm like, whew. We're, we're good here. And then that <laughs> fucker walked up the, the ramp, and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> that was all, all my All I did is I leaned forward, and I looked down. I'm like, fuck. What's about to happen right now? I was ready I to hit him. Am I going to have to get up right now? No, I was and so. Sarah looks at me I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I look over, I'm like, nothing. Just nothing. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. It was just a big misunderstanding. And it was my fault. Like, I was drunk. Like, and I was just annoyed at the guy, but he came up the steps and he was like, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I was like, what fuck are you up here? And like, I was ready to hit him and he made it seem like he was coming up there with, with beef. But he, but then he was like, I'm not, a, he came back and he's like, apologize. He's like, I ain't about that life. I don't want to fight. Blah, blah, blah. And then he left. Like, was this, this was after this is right after the Becky bullshit. Lynch match. Okay. Well, cause there was that bullshit down. At the end. Oh, yeah. No, that happened after us. That, that happened after. No, that happened during the Becky Lynch match, I thought. No, no, no. After the Becky Lynch match is when he, me and him had our issue. And then, like, 30 minutes later, there was a fight, like, 10 rows down before us. Oh, okay. Um, so, that happened in the Seth match. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Cody thing was, was really fucking good. The entrance, like, they treated him like a star. But Cody, like, you know, Cody, Cody's like a... He's like a mini Triple H, man. He thinks he's better than you. Like, I like Cody. Don't get me wrong. But I think his self-evaluation is way higher than what it really is. Like, he thinks he's way up here, and he's really not. He's good. I like him. Like, he can tell the story. I like his interviews, besides all the crying. Like, I like him in ring. But I'm smart enough to know as a fan of the guy that he ain't Roman Reigns. Oh, no. He ain't fucking, he ain't Seth Rollins. He ain't even Kenny Omega. I like him more than Kenny Omega, but when it comes to like star power and wrestling wise, he ain't on the same level as these people. But I, I just, I'm I, a fan I, of him. I I would say he's probably the same level as Kenny Omega. 
I say Kenny Omega is in that upper B level. Um, reason being, if it's if it's the indies, if it's the Smart Mark group, if it's New Japan, he's Kenny Omega is, is the top dog. But if you look at just wrestling industry in general, mm-hmm. and you ask if you were to pull fifty people, you know, and take you know, it's not the there's not he's not going to be as known as much unless they're AEW people or yeah. New Japan. Yeah. Where if you could fucking if you say Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, you're gonna get a lot higher real people more more likely than most people out of that group to say who they know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Cody, I feel is gonna have a higher ranking on that than, than Kenny Omega would if you mainstream were to pull people. Yeah, mainstream. But I just I just mean like when it comes down to being a pro wrestler even in the WWE space, like I feel like Cody has a higher evaluation of himself. Oh, absolutely. Of what he re- and that's a Triple H self awareness. Yeah, he he put yeah. I mean, it, it, this whole everything that we're talking about goes back to Cody betting on himself. Yeah. Cody thinking and he's, he's winning more. You know, it's <laughs> and that's the I thing mean, though. He's winning. So Jack, he he is, he weights himself higher than he than he probably should because he had to and because yeah. he did. And he succeeded. So, right. you know, it's kind of why he does it. You know, I guarantee you, you know, it's, I know exactly what you're talking about, him being like Triple H. And I mean, there's been comparisons for the last three years. And right. he's, he's made the comparison himself. I, he does the same shit. I can't wait but, till the day, and it'll probably be 10, 15 years from now, that fucking, there's another Conrad Thompson that's hosting all these wrestlers of today telling all the backstage stories and we get the real story as to why Cody left AEW because something happened like something happened between him Tony Khan the Bucks and Omega like something happened or maybe it was just fucking maybe we find out this has been Cody's plan the whole fucking time (laughs) oh it has been 100% (laughs) I guarantee when he left WWE he knew he was coming home and he knew he was going to go make them regret letting him go and he was going to come back a bigger star than when he left. Mm. And he they were going to pay him to come there. I guarantee it. 100%. Bottom but bus. I do think I do think that there was some fall, probably some falling out with the Bucks. I only, and I only say that I love the Bucks. But, I mean, when it comes to pettiness, they are the pettiest bitches out there. Mm. You know, I mean, how many times are they going to change their fucking bio this week? <laughs> what they say? You know I thought I mean? we were going to do All In Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> That was Tony, funny. Tony <laughs> Khan gave an interview. I mean, he basically said, I'm not going to talk about, you know, him being there. It is what it is. But he also, you know, was talking about during their negotiations, their talks, and Cody, you know, he kind of saw it was happening and kind of figured that that's where he was going. And it kind of just went that way. So I also think that maybe there may not have been so much of a falling out with him and Tony. It might have been WWE just gave him a better offer and Cody's doing what he has to for his family and for himself. Um, I think that I think that anything friction wise there is probably coming going to come from Tony's ego, and he's gonna make something out of nothing. But I think that there's some animosity there with the Buck, one hundred percent. I think something had, and I also think, um, and I don't know this, like I don't know Cody, but I don't, I I feel like maybe he just wants to be a wrestler now. Maybe he thought the executive role and the wrestling role was what he wanted. He tried it for three years, just had a kid. 
and like the time constraints on it of being pulled in all those directions. Mm-hmm. Maybe being in the office is something he could do after a wrestler. Maybe right now he just wants to be a wrestler. Because in WWE, that's all he's going to be is a fucking wrestler. And like, yeah, you know, he's like. back to WWE to put his work in. And then, you know, Triple H ain't going to get the company. You know, there's 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 guys at my job now that moved up and they have all these extra responsibilities from being just a regular driver. And they eventually just go back to being a driver. They're like, you know, it's it's just too many. It's me being pulled in too many directions. I'm working too many hours. I'm not I don't feel like I'm being compensated fairly. Like I'd rather just be a driver and just be responsible for this one fucking thing. And maybe that's what happened with him. Maybe he just wants to be a fucking driver. Makes sense. You know, and then AEW, he's not going to be in the main picture, main title picture. Mm. He's going to be wrestling the B and C level talent to get them over and get feuds going on with them. You know, the, the, AEW is very different. I think WWE is going to let him have an opportunity to have some different things. He could be in, in the mid card title ring, he could be in the head in the main event. He can have matches with people who had no titles. Uh, there's more, a larger pool to wrestle with. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to see more out of Cody over the next six to eight months than we did over the last three years. And positive about it, too. So <clears throat> uh, we'll move on to the next match. We had Charlotte Flair versus Ronda. Charlotte gets the win after the ref gets knocked the fuck out. Charlotte with uh, a boot to the face. Boot to the face to Ronda to win. And retain her SmackDown Women's Championship, which I, I, this is going to is leading to an I Quit match at, at Backlash, um, which I feel that at that point Ronda's going to win the title. They let Charlotte have her WrestleMania moment again. So okay. now she beat an undefeated Oscar. <laughs> she beat Rhea Ripley, who won, uh, who was like unstoppable for NXT. She beat Char- uh, She beat Sasha and Becky in the three-way match to be the first quote-unquote women's champion at Cowboy Stadium years ago. And now she's the first person to beat Ronda in a one-on-one match. Ronda's only lost twice. She beat her in a one-on-one match. When are we going to stop trying to make Fetch happen? Thank you. When are we going to stop trying to force Charlotte Flair as been one of the greatest wrestlers ever, and she's not? We're watching uh, what Raw yesterday and or the other day and sarah says charlotte just go she needs to leave she's gonna take be with her fiance i'm like no because then i gotta see her ass on fucking aew i, I don't mean, want to see that shit go let her hang out with rick for a little while i just the the nut the, the her beating Oscar was was enough to just annoy me. Her winning the match with Becky and Sasha, I got it. I understood it. Like they were trying to push her at the time. Becky and Sasha weren't Becky and Sasha of now. Like I the mean, three it was of them six were, months into the, yeah, rev- the evolution. The three of them were coming up. Like I understand that one. But beating Oscar at WrestleMania, I don't get it. Beating Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, I don't get it. Beating Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, I don't get it. Why? Also, the match trash. Yeah. I was a big Ronda fan her first her first run. I feel like she's just going through the motions now. Her interviews are awful. Like her promos are not good. Um they're just not good. She's just I don't know. I just, I'm just not invested in Ronda as much as I was Here's the what, first go around. If, you know, 
she fucks up her lines and her her promos more than Roman ever did, and people were destroying Roman if he said one word wrong. She's fucking missed saying an entire fucking promo, and people are loving her still. I get it. I I, I like Ronda, and you know I used to hate her, uh, couldn't stand her at all. Um, but yeah, her promos just they they missed the mark completely. Um, her matches so far haven't been you know anything really to watch in. Um, I don't know. Hopefully this I quit match. If she gets a title, hopefully just something changes. But if she's going to be like this or her title reign, it's not going to be enjoyable to watch. So then we finished the night with the confrontation of Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And my God. All right. Hold on. Let me stop you. Before we start talking about Stone Cold, I have to, I have to do this. I became a fan of Kevin Owens on Saturday. I have not liked Kevin Owens since he's been there. You know this. Okay. Right? This has been a long, a long standing thing. Something clicked on Saturday night where I was like, I fucking like Kevin Owens. When when he told Stone Cold, like, yeah, you got a bad back, you got a bad knee and a bad neck, but besides all that, like you should be good to fight, right? <laughs> and then him shitting on Texas the whole time. I don't know. I was watching that last night too after I watched uh Becky and Bianca and just I don't know. I just in the past week, I've just become a fan of Kevin Owens. I like uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I always have. So I mean, obviously, I dislike him when I'm supposed to. Obviously, but I I enjoy. He's entertaining. Yeah, one hundred percent. He and I um, I probably haven't given him a fair shake just because I don't like him. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, just him, 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 and and by the way, how fucking. You know, he resigned and everybody's online like I can't believe he resigned. He's gonna be fucking on the pre show and blah blah blah. No. He's main event in WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin in his first match in nineteen years. So shut the fuck up. Um but yeah. Right. Let's I mean <laughs> what's he gonna complain about? Let's, he just main evented WrestleMania. I get Stone Cold Steve Austin. Literally main event. They had a match. Him yes, and Stone Cold an, Steve. An he had a match. You know, he tricked him. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve. I tricked you. It's like, it's fucking, really? Like, we all didn't know this shit was happening. Like, really? You tricked him? He, well, like, his it, ass didn't know. You said you're going to beat his ass. Like, he didn't know you were going to trick him. Here's the thing, also, with what you just said. We all kind of knew. I was convinced that it wasn't going to be a match. And, like, I knew it was reported that he was coming back for a match. And then those reports went away quickly. And then it, he never actually challenged him to a match. It was like, right. come be on the case. I knew they were going to fight. I knew he was going to get hit with a stunner. The he came out with, I saw him with the wrist the, tape and the shit. on. Yeah. I'm like, it's a fucking match. It's a yeah. match going to happen. But kudos to WWE for not promoting it as a match. Right. And over-delivering on what they had promoted. Because I feel like if they would have promoted it as a match, we would have all fucking nitpicked it and, you know, beat oh, yeah. it to death. So WWE just said it's going to be a segment. We're going to put and it in the main event. And it kind of let us be in the moment. Right, exactly. And all of a sudden, he's like, I want to fight you in a match. And everybody's like, oh, shit. And when Austin starts throwing the fucking chairs out of the ring, it's like, wait a minute. And then the bell rings. It's like, well, goddamn, they're about to have a match. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in the building, Marty. You finally heard the glass break. Did you cry? I, I, I didn't cry. <laughs> I held back. 
but maybe because I saw him at the at the restaurant the night before, and I was hiding my tears then. I'm like, good thing this motherfucker hotel restaurant is fucking dark as hell. Yeah, they ain't gonna see my tears running down this bitch. Um, uh. You talked about how there was a wall behind us, so mm-hmm. my drunken stupor, I had the wherewithal to set my phone up and just hit record. So when his music hit, I could see my reaction along with like everybody else that was in the frame. Yeah, it was incredible. Just the the energy and that fucking. Psh- I was like, and I'm not even a Stone Cold guy. I'm a rock guy. Like, you know this. Like, I went from Stone Cold to The Rock and then started not liking Stone Cold when he was beefing with The Rock. But there ain't nothing like that, man. There's there's pops and then there's Stone Cold pops. I'm going to tell you right now. I've been to a lot of wrestling shows, right? And the the four pops or... Moments that'll hold high for for me forever <clears throat> is Kofi winning the championship mm. at Mania, Becky winning the champion or retaining Becky two bouts at Mania, um, The Rock showing up to to SmackDown premiere on Fox. That shit was just fucking. You knew he was gonna be there, and this shit, his music hitting, him coming out there, being out there with Becky, like it just was fucking was amazing. And then Austin's glass shatter for me personally, unless somebody comes up bigger than that for me personally, I don't think I, there's going to ever be a wrestling moment out that that's going to top any of those four. Yeah. I, I tell you there's two, there's two moments in wrestling that I wish I was in the bill. I mean, there's unless sh- the rock wins next year against Roman and yeah. carries the belt. I'm know. sure there's more we could name, but there's two that stand out to me where I'm like, man, I would have loved to have been there for that. There is the WrestleMania where the New Day's getting jumped by Sheamus and all them, and Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels come out, but mm-hmm. then Austin's music hits. And that was in the same fucking stadium. I would love to have been there for Austin's music to hit right then because nobody knew. Nobody knew. And then when The Rock hosted WrestleMania and they were going to announce the host for it, it was on Valentine's night. And the lights go out and all that. Nobody has any clue. This is before fucking Meltzer and all them can spoil it. And the rock's music hit that place and went fucking go back. I go back and watch that if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Where they announced the host for that, and the rock comes back. He's been gone for fucking seven years. I would love to have been there for that when his fucking music hit. I would have lost my shit. Um, yeah. But Austin and KO had a good. Austin was taking some hits too. Got suplex on the fucking concrete. Uh, the fucking four wheeler was there. You know, obviously Austin's older. He didn't get around as much, but. I feel like about halfway through that match, he kind of fucking hit his stride. And, like, it was like riding a bike. Like, all of a right. sudden, you kind of saw. Yeah, all of a sudden, you kind of saw him be like, all right, fuck this shit. Like, I'm here now. I done took a suplex on the concrete. Like, I'm still walking. Like, let's go. Um, <laughs> I know this jumps ahead, but <laughs> if you want to talk about, like, something just clicked and you were all of a sudden a KO fan, <laughs> his promo Monday night. <laughs> Man, I got a bad back. I was working out, <laughs> working out before I came out there. You know, here I'm wrestling Stone Cold Steve Austin, a legend, and I my back's hurt. Like I shouldn't even have been there. Yeah, but I was. <laughs> just like I fucking love him. Right. Like, okay. Because you didn't just wrestle a 53 year old man with fucking bad knees in the back, back <laughs> yeah, in the neck. Right. And you tricked him into it, meaning you knew, <laughs> meaning you knew you were gonna have a fucking match. You probably stretched and all that shit. Right. Like. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but Austin gets the win. Everybody gets sent home happy. He stuns Byron Saxon for no reason whatsoever. Poor Byron. That was like, night two. Was it? Too. No, that was not. That was, oh, that was, was night, night one. one. Was night yeah, one. That's right. he calls Byron into the ring, and fucking Byron gets a stunner for no fucking reason. No, there's a reason. There's a reason. What? What's the reason to stun Byron? So here's the thing. Do you not remember COVID? Yeah, COVID mania. Yeah, yeah. He, stu- he had the like, they had the Stone Cold segment, and he interviewed him in the ring. Yeah, and then he stunned him. No, rem- if you rem- okay, so if you go back to that, Byron was at the commentary table, and he's like standing up, like yelling and cheering, and because there was nobody there, Stone Cold could hear him. So he's like, hey, uh, come on down, drink a beer with me. And Byron's okay, like, what? That's right. For real? <laughs> and he goes down there. I understood it then. But this is but just no, like. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> when he called Byron out, I'm like, oh, okay. This is cool. Maybe he's going to make up, give him a drink of beer with him, make up for when he stuttered his ass in the empty arena. Man. <laughs> when? <laughs> it's, I don't know, Mike. When? Never mind. Never when are mind. people going to learn to quit drinking beer with Steve Austin? If I run into Steve Austin in the bar, he offers me a beer. I'm going to say no. I'm just taking my picture <laughs> with him and leave. <laughs> I'm not drinking a I'm beer not... with you. DTA, man. DTA. Right. Um, Especially with beer in hand. DTA. All right. Let's let's uh, let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back, and we'll get into night two. Uh, night two, we'll try not to spend as much time on, because we've, damn, we've already gone an hour and ten minutes. I know. I know. Um, uh, yeah. Let's get to night two, and then we'll cover whatever else we can here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here on Twitch TV talking WrestleMania night two. Uh, Marty was in the building for night two. I only went to night one. I thought about it. Tickets actually went down significantly, but I was just so in PTSD mode from trying to get an Uber the night before. I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not about to spend. uh, Sarah had asked, uh, did Chris get tickets for tomorrow or tonight? And I'm like, after last night, whether he could have been ready to buy purchase tickets, but after waiting for an Uber, that is enough right there to say, fuck it, I'm not going. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it sounds so like, like douchey to be complaining about that. I couldn't get a, it was like, you've been drinking all night. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just, I was ready to just be gone. Right. And then looking at that fucking app, man, and like clicking confirm Uber and then the fucking thing just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning because there's no Uber drivers around. It's like, fuck, I just want to go and get in the bed. And then the you next. What's crazy is night two, the traffic was nowhere near the same. Parking lots weren't as full. Which makes no sense because there were the same there amount of people there. Well, I have a feeling that there was more people there. And people from the day before realized how much it fucking sucked and probably either carpooled or took transportation in. Yeah. Because we, I, I, I got there a little bit earlier, and I per- parked like, so, where the uh, Texas Live was, that whole parking lot that went to the edge, like down towards the away from them. Mm-hmm. I parked like a whole parking section beyond that, like down the street, because mm. I got you know, and I walked in like, oh shit, this place is fucking empty. And then we walked back to our cars, and when I walked back to our car, thinking, oh, you know what, by the time we get back, we park right by the e- exit, so we just in and out. We walked to we went straight from the show to our car, and we walked through empty parking lots. So unless people left early, but even the roads, the traffic on the roads weren't crazy. Um, so the the night two exit was so much different than night one. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was night one was bad. Uh, I mean, 
And on top of that, like, I looked at the card for night two, and I was just like, there's nothing there that I really, like, care about, care about, besides Roman versus Brock. Um, I kind of wish I would have went, like, Ray from SoCal told, he, like, texted me, he's like, you're in fucking Texas already, like, just get the ticket and come on. (laughs) And I was like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right, and I kind of wish I would have went, but I don't regret it, like, I the travel, the drinking, like, I was tired, like, I need, I, we honestly, we went to this place called Torchy's Tacos Mm -hmm. for a breakfast type brunch, got a couple drinks there, um, got some more food, I think we went to, uh, what do we have, I think we have In-N-Out, yeah, I got In-N-Out Sunday night, um, and just fucking sat in a hotel room and watched it, drank, and I don't know, it was low-key, it was kind of what I needed, because we were leaving the next day, um, so I don't, I don't regret not going, but I do regret if that makes sense. Like I kind of wish I would have went, but I'm not mad that I didn't. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna lie. I think you would have enjoyed the tag, the opening tag team match with RK Bro and Street Profits. Um, Lashley, I think you would have enjoyed Lashley being the shit out of man. Almost. I would have loved to see them two big motherfuckers fight in person. Yeah, it was that was. That was a that was a good a fun match to watch. You had good uh, good seats as far as entrance ramp goes, Marty. You were right there by the fucking intro. Like I feel like I would have been watching the ramp the entire time through my phone if I would have sat next to y'all. Yeah, it's basically how it was. Um, it was it was so fucking awesome though. Uh, I think the Knoxville and Sami Zayn match that went on fucking far too long. Yeah, people loved it though. That, I mean, the crowd was behind. It, I mean, it, it was it, for what it, it was. I mean, it was supposed. To, that's the kind of match it was supposed to be. Yeah. So if you expect anything different, then you're a fool because that's exactly what you should have expected. I enjoyed it. I just and I liked it because I like Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I like the Jackass crew. We man, just my God, with. he looked like two of we man compared to how he used to look. But he like, fucking body slammed Sami Zayn. Like, I was surprised as hell by that. Right? Uh, but 14 minutes, it's one of the longest matches of the card. Um, this match could have been Imagine if Triple H would have been there. This is the first year he hadn't had the longest match. I mean, yeah. I mean, he had the longest fucking intro and promo, though. He had to get something. He had to get his shit in, this guy. The only, the only two matches that went over 20 minutes was Seth and Roll and uh, Cody and Edge and AJ. But, you know, they could have taken away that and given, you know, it's like the new day, like five more minutes. That would have been cool. Um, the women's tag team match, Sasha and Naomi uh, win the titles. Yes. This, I mean, I'm not going to lie. This wasn't, I don't think this was a good match at all. Well, I mean, look I, who I was in there. You know, I, they, they want it, so not, I expect them to win. I don't know, but this match just didn't – there's just so much going on. And this, yeah. I don't know. There's too many teams. And there was not only too many teams, but it was teams of people that I really don't care to watch. Sasha and Naomi's a good team. I, I was starting yeah. to like Selena and, and Carmella. Uh, I was liking their little dynamic. Uh, her and Corey, I, don't, I mean, we get it. Y'all fuck a lot. Like, okay. Like it's like Sami Zayn and Tay Conti. Like it's almost it's almost the same fucking thing on both channels. Yeah. Um but the move at the end, phenomenal. The fucking the tag team move. I'm a real big fan of when superstars team up and they become a tag team and you know they're gonna win the belts. To them not just being like, All right, I'll just do my move and we'll win with that. Like make some right. fucking tag team moves. Like, yeah. be a real team if you're going to win. And I, I like that their entrances are kind of intertwined together. I don't know. I think Sasha and Naomi are working together, My me personally. I, I, I think so, too. I, I I enjoy them together. 
I think that I hope they have a good run, uh, a long run. Um, and I hope they get, I hope after fucking backlash, all these people that are wrestling right now, all these names on this tag team list are gone um, out of the picture. And they actually have like legit tag teams and they have, you know, just better, better matchups. But, you know, we're dealing with the uh, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley bullshit. And it's just, Ugh. it's so fucking obnoxious and annoying. Now, so uh, tell me the logic oh. behind this. Rhea Ripley says, hey, I know we just lost a non-title match to the champs, but I just spoke with management and got us a tag team title match. Like, how do you deserve a tag team title match when you couldn't even win a non-title match? Like, it was literally a championship showcase or whatever the fuck they call it, mm-hmm. and y'all lost, and now you get a title match next week? Like, what sense does yeah. that make? And not only that, they basically said the brand split doesn't mean shit because Liv Morgan had a match on SmackDown versus Sasha Banks. So it's like, and they're all just on Raw the night, you know, Monday before. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's I, I think the, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the brand split shit. Like, it's going to go away because, yeah. you know, we're going to have tag team champions having the unified tag team belts soon. I don't think it should go away. I think they should keep the brand split. I think, I, they, I think it should I think, too, but. I think the traveling champions like Roman and whoever the tag champs are. Fucking unify the IC in the US. T- no, I don't think you should unify those. Mm-hmm. I think those should be the top titles on each brand. Each brand. And then the tag and the world champion should just, and then the women's champions keep them separate too. Right. I don't think you need one women's champion because you don't have enough uh, people for. Right. Um, but yeah, just I enjoyed the women's tag. Ma- I enjoyed the finish of the women's tag match. Like, it was predictable, but Sasha finally gets a win at WrestleMania. Um, so good for her. Like the fact that, well, they didn't want her to grab her ball and go home. The fact that Pat McAfee has the same amount of wins at WrestleMania as Sasha Bank is fucking tragic. It's um, one he had one match exactly, and he has the same amount of wins as Sasha Banks does at WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. She was like oh for eight or some shit like that. Like, come on, she's the best women's wrestler on your roster, and she doesn't win at WrestleMania. Fuck out of here. Um, but anyway, they get the win. Uh, what was AJ the next AJ and Edge. I I enjoyed the hell out of this match. I like Edge to the most for the most part. I really like AJ. I always have. Um, I thought this was a day. I thought it was a really a, a really great match. On all honesty, this is, I think this is one of my favorite matches of the night or the weekend. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I really don't have much to say else other than that. They're trying um, to. Get- I, I enjoy the fact that. Um, Edge has gone back to full blown heel. I like heel Edge. I like his partnership with Damian Priest. I fucking love it. I think Damian. We're gonna see a Damian Priest that we should have been seeing the entire time. Um, the slight reference to punishment on Monday night was fantastic. Um, I've been a fan of his since Punishment Martinez, so I'm enjoying that. But we'll see what happens. I think this is gonna be the feud that really elevates Damian Priest to a whole new level. Um, so I'm all for it. Who's gonna help AJ? Who the fuck knows? There's no fucking. There's no good brothers to help him. No, but the, you know, there's some people who are kicked out of a bullet club. Just saying. Just saying. Even though he did say he's staying in New Japan, but no, no nothing's been signed yet that I've seen. I'd love to see Tama and, and Tongaloa over there fucking help him out. Mm. Imagine they up. kicked him out of the Bullet Club and he stays in New Japan. What would be the point of that? I have no idea. I don't know. 
Cause you get kicked out of the bullet club, you leave. Like, you don't get to stay around. Like, they kick you out because you're leaving. <laughs> I mean, if you weren't with, oh, maybe he's still going to stay because now he'll get some wins because he's not part of Bullet Club. The Bullet Club don't win at Western Kingdom. Yes, this is true. So, um, I'd like to see G.O.D. there. Can you see that? G.O.D. And then you got Roman wearing G.O.D. on his t-shirt. Oh, shit. What? I don't want to see G.O.D. with A.J., though. I don't like A.J. Like, I like A.J. Him and his I don't know who they can do. He, he needs to be by himself. He doesn't need to have partners right now. Uh, Seamus, Rich Holland uh, beat the New Day in a minute. This motherfucker seconds. broke Biggie's neck. The New Day comes out dressed like Biggie, and they get squashed at WrestleMania again. Mm-hmm. Again, how many times are they gonna get squashed by Seamus at WrestleMania? We were just talking about it earlier. We're fucking the League of Nations or whatever the hell it was called. Beat the New Day. Why? In a didn't minute, Cesaro, did you say a minute and forty five seconds? Didn't the bar, didn't the bar beat the New Day also at WrestleMania? No, it was uh, it was no. Cesaro, Del Rio, and fucking yeah. No, I'm not Rusev. Cesaro. It was uh, Rusev, Sheamus, and Del Rio beat him in a three on three match. Right. With fucking Wade Barrett helping him on the outside. Okay, Wade Barrett. That's who. That's who was in that group. Yeah, it's just EJ reading the chat says disrespectful. I. You have no idea how mad I was that they got squashed Next, like that. Not only that, but like they got booted. They got fucking booted from night one, thrown into night two, and, and given squashed. a less than two minute match. The New Day, Kofi, you just talked about how it was the biggest pop you've heard at WrestleMania, Kofi Mania. That's three years ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's losing to a guy named Ridge Holland who nobody gives a fuck about, and it broke Big E's neck. Took away the king from Xavier. Yeah, something's up, man. I don't understand it. I I really don't. And then like like I said, them dressing like Big E was like when I saw that, I was like, Oh, they about to and before I could like rub my hands together like baby. Like, oh, they about to win. They was getting pinned. Yep. Stupid. Yep. That's the only real issue I had with booking at WrestleMania. I mean Charlotte, obviously, but we all kinda knew. I mean, I think I think I can you might hear have another one right here. We got Pac McAfee versus Austin Theory with the win. I don't mind it. And then we get Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee to follow it up. I mean, he did kick him. With a match match twice as long as a Kofi match. match. I mean, he did kick him with the fucking Dallas Cowboys football. (laughs) Oh, fucking fantastic. I'm not going to lie. I fucking love it. Um, I love it. I didn't like the fact that McAfee came out with Cowboys cheerleaders. Like, he played for fucking Colts. I was like, what the fuck? The only thing I could think of was like, if they're gonna come out with the cheerleaders, I guess it makes sense because he is a football player. But I'm like, he didn't fucking play for them. Given yeah. they're the same fucking colors, nearly. And it's not like they, it's not like they needed the cheerleaders there. The cheerleaders were there night one. They were the cheerleaders. Yeah, they opened the show night one. Give it up oh. for the world famous Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. they opened up night it. one. That's right. They did. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, McAfee loses to McMahon again. Another rumored match that we didn't think was going to happen that did happen. And then, I, I'm just, I talked about this the other day. Um, obviously, McMahon wrestling is ridiculous yeah. altogether. He can barely um, stand up. But like <laughs> the whole interaction, the whole jacket. The, oh, do I? Do I? And then he just rips it off, and he's got his tank top on it. Oh, like you just like I don't know, man. I just watched him and the excitement in his eyes, like I'm gonna wrestle again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, it looks like a kid going to a candy store or like a kid going to Disney World for the first time. 
Like he just looked so fucking excited to be out there. I loved it. Like that whole energy that Big Man gave. Yeah, I fucking loved it, man. It I will fantastic. say, if Vince was a wrestler and he had a boss, that was Vince. He would be so pissed off at himself for he gave away the Austin. Like when they were celebrating, I was like, "Is something about to happen right now?" And then like Vince's music started and he reacted like somebody else's music hit. And I was like, "I bet Stone Cold's fucking coming out." Mm-hmm. And then they kept celebrating. I don't, I don't know if they've edited that part out or not. I hadn't gone back and watched it, but watching it live, like Vince and Austin Theory are like standing in the ring celebrating, and Vince's music hits. And he acts as if he heard the glass break. And then right. he kind of played it off. And then the glass does break. And he reacts to it again. And the stunner that he took. Like, I get it. You're 70-something it years old. It wasn't a stunner. But that was not a stunner. I don't know what the fuck What that was. are you doing? Vince said, fuck that. I'm not tearing my quads again. I'm just falling straight down. Even Austin laughed at it. Like, he's in the ring drinking beer just laughing. But Austin Theory, the stunner he took, good oh, lord. Oh, shit. He made the rock stunners look like fucking like a Vince McMahon stunner. You know what needs to happen? They need to edit that Austin Theory one like they used to, where when he gets a stunner, he leaves the screen, and then you see him like leaving Earth. Like the Randy Orton, like RKOs. (laughs) Yeah, just somebody needs to edit that shit because he went flying up. Pat McAfee took a good one too. Yeah, he did. Talk about Pat McAfee thought he was going to celebrate, and he took a stunner too. Damn. And then, and, still, and then laying outside the ring drinking beer still. Pat, Matt, did you see the video his wife posted when they were on the plane leaving? Uh-uh. So he still got his wrestling gear on, right? Like the same shit he wrestled in. Highest giraffe pussy. He's sitting there and he's like talking. He's like, yeah. Can't even keep his eyes open. He's like, I was just at WrestleMania. Did this. And just the way he was talking, I don't know what drugs he was on, but he, he got his money's worth. That was not an alcohol conversation he had. That was some... They were on a private jet flying somewhere, and I'll see if I can find the video and send it to you. But clearly, clearly they don't drug test the commentators. <laughs> well, they don't. I mean, he's he's, a, he's technically a part timer at that point, so you know different rules. Yeah. Then we get the match that we've all been waiting for. Oh, first of all, do you think this was the most stupendous WrestleMania because we're going to have the biggest match in WrestleMania history? Or do you think Vince called it the most stupendous WrestleMania ever because he knew his ass was going to have a match that night? Technically, I think the tagline was true because they called it the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania of all time. Right. And this was better than last year's WrestleMania and the year before that. So, yeah, I guess they were right. It was the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania. I'm just saying, do you think he added the stupendous to it because he was having a match? His well, ego? On, the, on the Pat McAfee uh, podcast I was listening to, McAfee asked him about it, and he's like, it's just promotion. He's like, nobody ever uses the word stupendous, so why not fucking throw it in there just to get people to, like, what do you mean stupendous? Like, what the fuck? And it worked, right? Like, who knows? Um, 150,000 people fucking came through Texas Stadium. Or Cowboy Stadium, like, in two nights. I mean, that's, that's a lot of fucking people. Um, but, yeah. yeah the main I, that, you know, uh, I, got, I they said that last uh, Monday, Friday night. Mick, uh, Cole was like, oh, we had 160,000 people come over wrestling. I'm like, first of all, you didn't. You sold 160,000 seats. Most of those people were there for both nights. So they don't count as two different people. They, they had to pay for it. Just say, I know. I get that. But 160,000 people didn't come. Just saying. Just there saying. was 75,000 people 
at least both nights. I get that. I know what I know what they're saying. Seventy hundred and sixty thousand seats were sold. Yes, but not one hundred seventy. Not one hundred seventy thousand people. Words, phrasing. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it does count as different people though, because when you leave the building one night and you come back through the next night, you're another person person coming through. I didn't make two trips. I didn't make two trips to Dallas. You're tripping. I'm one person. I'm not two. I'm one person. I'm two tickets, but I'm one person. I'm not listening to you. You didn't even ride the fucking bull. Anyways, winner takes all match in the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship becoming the WWE Universal Championship. Actually, is it? I don't know. Is it WWE World Universal World Heavyweight Championship now? I don't know. Or is this unified? There ain't a lot to talk about in this match. The right guy won. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. I loved it. Yeah, I the right it. guy won. It was a little shorter than I thought it would be. Um, it's still 12 minutes, man. That's longer than I thought it was going to be. Everybody talked about how they thought Roman was hurt. He looked hurt. He sold it as if he was hurt. Whether or not his shoulder came out or not. Um, you mean he did his job? Yeah. Uh, fucking was a professional. And the fucking the interaction with him and Paul Heyman, where he gets out of the... Paul Heyman's little fucking fat hand pushing the rope so he could grab the rope when he's in the Kimura. And he's laying there. I don't know if you've watched it on uh have you watched it back or not? I haven't watched it on Peacock yet. So Roman gets the ropes after Heyman cheats to get him the rope. And he's laying there, he's like, It's out. It's out. And, you know, they were talking about how he was hurt for real. And you hear Paul Heyman going, My tribal chief, you gotta rise up. Like this is what you were made for, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look at Paul. Fucking giving him the pep talk that he needed. And he got up, fucking speared his ass, pinned him. I mean, EJ Reed says the match was so-so. I, I agree. I don't think the match was the best match they've had. but Oh, it definitely wasn't. I think this was the it way was, it I think it was better go. than the so-so match, though. This was the way it needed to go. I think too many people have beat Brock Lesnar handedly in the past couple of years to have Roman always struggle with him. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to build Roman as the guy. Like Drew McIntyre just fucking runs through Brock Lesnar. Goldberg fucking runs through Brock Lesnar. Like, too many people are just beating him, you know? Seth Rollins runs through Brock Lesnar to open WrestleMania 35. Like, and then you have Roman can never fucking beat him. I think this is what needed to happen. Roman needed to just beat him clean as a whistle in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. And then leave him laying there. And that's what happened. Uh, You you know, you weren't going to get a lot out of this match. They've wrestled too many times. It was more of the... The ambiance, the fucking energy, the yep. the big fight feel. It was more that than it was in ring. And then who was going to win? Roman wins. I didn't like that. That's how WrestleMania ended. Just him on the ramp. Nothing happened. I don't know about you. I was expecting The Rock to show up. Um, I would, damn well was expecting The Rock to show up. When I saw that fucking car was underneath that. Because that car that Sasha came out was on my side. It was wrapped. I'm like, oh shit, who's coming out in this car? Was not expecting Sasha. Actually, we did kind of maybe if it's an active wrestler, Sasha. Uh, but if not, oh man, I've been the rock come out in a car. I don't know. It's Hollywood got to come out Hollywood. But I was expecting the rock to show up. Yeah. Uh, so that's the end of WrestleMania. Uh, we won't really get to all the other shit that happened. In yeah, I'm just gonna say this. Raw after Mania was a complete letdown. Week. Did you go? I did it, and I'm okay. so glad I did it. Yeah. We were talking about it. Like, I'm like, with the exception of Cody. Oh my god! By the time enough we got with to the, the match, fucking crying shit, Cody. We by get the time it. we got to the end of it, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go. 
Like, little stupid I'm glad fucking face money for that because there was nothing, you know, Elias <laughs> or Ezekiel showing up. Jesus. Um, the, there was a you know two turns on that show. I really didn't care. No Becky. So I'm like, I'm glad. You know, I stayed in my hotel room while Tornado Watch and Tornado Warning was going. Um, so yeah. EJ says Hogan got booed. That was good. Yeah, during the Cody yeah, match. That's true. That's good. Um, fuck Hogan. I mean, Hogan got booed at uh, WrestleMania night two also. So good. Um, AEW this week, I don't think anything like noteworthy happened. I mean, you had uh, Yuta Friday night join the Blackpool British Kick Your Ass Club with uh, him and Moxley had a fucking people call every match a banger now, right? It was a good match, it was a good match, but do we really need all that like blood and shit like that for this match to try to get Willie Yuta over? Like, nope. You know, and I'll you know dynamite dynamite was not too bad. I mean, the ring. Uh, yeah, I must say, just like EJ FTR Bucks, uh, for the Ring of Honor and Triple A Tag Team Champions. I thought it was a good match, and yeah. I actually thought the Bucks were going to win, and they got fucked over. It was way game. shorter than I thought it was too. Yeah, they didn't start till like it was only about fifteen minutes left in the show when they started that match. Christian versus Adam Cole, I thought was a really good match. Um, fuck Samojo, Max Caster, I can't stand him. But man, he was spitting lines. Just saying. <laughs> he was, yeah. Man. And Joe whooped his ass for it too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Other than that, you don't really care too much. This uh, speaking yeah. of Joe, Tony Storm and Jamie Hader coming up. Coming. I don't up. know when that match is, but I am watching that Sign live. Me up. I'm very um, upset that I didn't get to see Tony Storm at WrestleCon. Yeah, I know. And Ashley Dan Bar was at WrestleCon too, and I didn't even fucking know because it was too late. Oh, really? Yeah. Her name was like the first name on the WrestleCon lineup. Was it? And it's an A. It's literally A. I don't um, think it was. I don't think it was promoted though. Like, yeah, it was. I saw her when I looked through the list. Her name was on there. I didn't fucking see it, or I would have fucking. I would have went and visited her. That's my um, this uh, coming week. Orange Theory coaches. We got obviously you mentioned the tag team championships being fought on on Raw or whatever SmackDown, whichever one it is. Um. The, the rampage this week is going to be Cole versus Hangman Page in a Texas death match. But that man said, that man Texas said, death match. when a motherfucker tell you to get your affairs in order, Marty, he plan on killing you. I just want you Basically. to know that. Like, Pretty much. <laughs> I don't even and want, only that, I don't even want the title no more. You know what? Keep it. Keep it. Dynamite this week. Samoa Joe is fighting uh, Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki for the Ring of Honor World TV Championship. I don't care. I know you don't care, but I love the Ring of Honor's. I don't care about Suzuki either. Like Suzuki's one hundred forty-two years old. Like hang it up. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about Samoa Joe fighting me. Like, and I like Samoa Joe, but this match I can't stand Samoa Joe. What I know, all I know is Jay Lethal about to make a fucking run. Yeah, I'm not Jonathan Gresham. He's gonna take that belt off Gresham, and then we're gonna get Ring of Honor versus AEW World Champion at Double or Nothing. You watch, you watch. EJ says I wish they would keep ROH. So I agree. Like I do too. I I agree one hundred percent. But I feel I feel like right now they kind of have to cross promote because they need to build up ROH again. Yeah, man. half the roster's gone. Nobody knows what's going on with them. They need the cross promotion to build that brand back up. And once they build it back up, then fucking let it run on its own. I you know all I know is that bullshit. I have a fucking yearly pass to Ring of Honor, and. It doesn't mean shit anymore. So there goes that money that was fucking paid because Ring of Honor pay-per-views are now free. 
I bet uh, the reason behind the Wheeler Uter thing was because he's ROH and they're just trying to get exposure to ROH's champions. So I wouldn't be shocked is if he ROH because he's yeah he's the ROH he's the he's the pure champion or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, that's right. Well, he well, how long has he been? There? I think he just got that. Though. I don't know. He I think he won it over the weekend. I was gonna say he just got that. Yeah, um, but uh, so much wrestling over the weekend too that. Like a lot of newsworthy wrestling happened over the weekend, and we didn't fucking get to like. I know I haven't even watched it yet. That's why I didn't say anything. Yeah. The Ring of um, Honor apparently had a decent match. The Briscoes showed up and showed out. So let's see. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for AEW. Scorpio Sky, uh, just keep the guy on TV. Yep, that's that's it. Like he's a TV champ. Keep him on fucking TV. Keep Jay Cargill on TV too. She's a fucking star. Um. Yeah, but her fucking old batting section is annoying. Like the whole. I don't mind oh, no. it. Like, I, I, you know, I like her. I just want her to be a fucking brawler. Like, I feel like they're giving her more and more like promo mic time. And she's it's, it's she's so it's, fucking good on social media. Like, yeah, she was, but like she was her telling promos. Her promos are just I don't know. Sometimes they get to the point where they're they're borderline cringeworthy. She told somebody because people you know people like hate on her all the time. Yeah. She was like, I don't do this for the money. She goes, she goes, can't nobody in wrestling see me when it comes to money except for the Rock. And if you Google how much money she has, she might not be lying. She's like, I do this shit because I like it. And I just thought it was so ironic and so funny for her to be like, I'm sick of these MMA people coming into my sport, and it's like. You were fucking like a fitness person that came in and people yeah. hated you. But now it's it's her stand and the crowd like popped for it. So I think it was a good she's gonna kill Marina Shafir. Um why is she even there? Like seriously, why is she even there? I like Marina Shafir. I watched her wrestle go, a couple go, go times here. In Atlanta. Go go hang out with Roddy. I don't know. I think I think a rebrand for her is gonna be good. Uh her getting away from the fucking four horse women. Four horse women. I think that'll be good for her. Um so You'll see, like she's she's really good in the ring, and she's she's she looks. You remember how skinny she was in NXT? Yeah. She's put on some muscle. Um, she looks a lot more intimidating now. Got a couple tattoos, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know. I I I like her. I watched her wrestle here in Atlanta a couple times, and she's it ain't gonna be an easy win for Jade, but Jade is gonna beat her. Um, that's all I got for wrestling this week, man. I enjoy it's it's. WrestleMania is a task. So just throwing it out there now, who wins the the women's Owen Hart? Is it is it Tony or is it or is it? So right now we got what Tony got Jamie, Sheeta, and Red Velvet, correct? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Red Velvet too. Um, I, I love I love all four of those women right there. I will I say this: I do appreciate them not letting lower tier talent win and advance and the bigger stars are fucking winning and advancing you know like normally you run a tournament like they did with the last tournament yeah normally you run a tournament somebody gets upset early mm-hmm. so you don't have like tony versus jamie or something like that right like let all the fucking big stars win let them go head to head and let's let's fucking go let's see who wins so i do like that like there's no reason red velvet should have lost to uh i can't remember the lady's name yeah. she lost to right exactly willow nightingale Willow Nightingale, yeah, she's a fucking, she's a fan favorite. People like cheering for her. She doesn't need to beat Red Velvet. Like, she doesn't need to go past the first round. Correct. Um, so, I'm excited that they are, at least for the first half, booking it the right way. Um, but I don't know who's going to win. I got a feeling Tony Storm is going to win. I do, too. Yeah. I think Jamie should. I think Jamie would be a good choice to win. Um, 
I wouldn't to get it out of Britt's shadow. Are they wrestling next in the next round? Is that what their yeah. match is for? Yeah. They should have had them two in the finals. That would have been fantastic. I'm not liking so. that Jamie Hayter's like losing a lot, though. Like she's dominating on YouTube and shit like that, and then she gets on TV and she loses to people. She like, really hasn't lost much on. She's like, she the match she's Thunder lost Rosa. Because, yeah, but that was also like because of Brit. She still lost. I know, but I mean, it wasn't just like it was. She's like gonna she lose to Tony Storm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you got so. anything else, Marty? Before we get up out of here? Nah, man. I, I, you know, it was good seeing you guys last week. Yeah. WrestleMania was fantastic. I um, was going to meet Joey DeLorme out there and uh, seeing all the people that showed up. and J.D. Hoop in the house. I can't wait, man. J.D. Hoop with that fire artwork out there for Heidi Katrina. You see that shit? I yeah, I saw that. that. I saw that yesterday. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what you got lined up for. I know we got SummerSlam coming up in Nashville. Uh, I'm going to try to get to, to Vegas in May, the week leading up to um, Double or Nothing. I won't be able to go to Double or Nothing because that's obviously Memorial Day weekend. But that Wednesday before... They're in uh, Vegas doing Dynamite, and I, I'm usually, I'll probably be off that day just because I work that weekend, so I might try to make a trip out there. But that weekend before, Saturday before, there's a new women's wrestling organization wrestling out there premiering. Mm. There's Santana Garrett's on that one. <sighs> Anyways, uh, AEW shows up in LA in June, so those are probably my next that two. picture's still on the floor back right here, by the way. Can y'all see that? I know. It's I right there. That. It's still on yeah. the floor. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Still on the floor. It's lucky it's not fucking upside down. Wow. Upside down. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to another show until SummerSlam. And Vegas, I'm going in August for my birthday. I'll be 40 this year. So I plan on like celebrating big time for my birthday in Las Vegas. Shit, that sounds good. Let me know when you're going to be in Vegas. Yeah, it's in August. August 13th I know that dipshit My birthday is on a Saturday too So I'm gonna come out there Maybe like a three, Thursday Three hour drive mm. Yeah Boom Come out there and do the damn Done. thing um, Never been to Vegas as a grown up So that'll be fine I thought That's what I thought I thought I, was, I thought you hadn't been out there Yeah I hadn't been since I was a child Like I stayed at Circus Circus The last time I was out there Oh man Don't <laughs> so, do that Don't so do fucking that. long ago it was um, But yeah Shout out to everybody we met Out there Like you said Joey DeLorme a lot of fun hanging out with him and his family. The dude that, you know, that noticed you and recognized you, didn't tell you who he was. At the oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I, I feel bad, too, because, like, he caught me off guard. And I didn't, like, ask him anything. But, yeah, a guy ran into me, and I thought I, like, knew him, knew him, and I was trying to place who he was. And then he's like, good to finally meet you. So, uh, shout out to him. <laughs> like, I wish I would have got his name. Yeah, if um, you hear this, you know, you met Rucker. Uh, shout us out, man. Let us know yeah. who you were. We want to we want to connect and see who, who was there. That's, that's yeah. Cool. Um, shout out to Jeff and Scott. Fully posable run, hanging out with Jeff Ray from SoCal. He was out there. Um, I can't remember who else I saw, but if I saw you and I hung out, you know, shout out to you. And it was fun. WrestleMania was fun. We're full steam ahead to SummerSlam. It's in Nashville. That should be uh, that should be cool as shit. And that's I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm all for SummerSlam. I think it's going to be a great show. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be a fucking party. Yeah. I might. Not I feel like to, everywhere we've been, I feel like, that's going to be the fucking party. I feel like I might not even go to SummerSlam. I might just watch just SummerSlam in my hotel. It's, it's, we're just, I mean, St. Louis was a dud of a party. It was fun, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was cold, it trashy town. Dallas was fun and nice, but it was so fucking spread out. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Nashville, man, it's fucking Nashville. And everyone's going to everyone's gonna be there, man. All our network's going to be there. I'm going to be drunk. Oh. Um, I mean, I believe Nashville, it's like Vegas. You can walk around with fucking alcohol in your hand. Yeah. Just well, I, I, do I don't anyway. know if you can or not. If not, I do that anyway. Me. Oh, this is my new thing that I do now. When I go places, like, I bought this uh, this Stone Cold Steve Austin fucking Tervis, which I love. Uh-huh. You know what I do now when I go places? I take one of these, I fill it up with alcohol, and I just walk into bars with it. And, like, nobody says anything because they think it's coffee. Like, when we went to the Torchy's Tacos place, I'm sitting uh, at the bar, like, drinking rum and coke that we that I was drinking while I walked over there. Yeah, I fantastic. still order stuff, but, yeah, you just fucking walk around with a coffee mug. No, who's going to question you? Who's going to be like, what's in your glass? I'm gonna be like, Starbucks, motherfucker, what? <laughs> you going to make me pour my coffee out? No, thank you. Um, but, yeah, so, hopefully we see everybody in July. When we will see you will be next week here August, on Twitch. August. No, fucking SummerSlam is in July. No, SummerSlam is in August. SummerSlam is in July. It's the last it's weekend in, in July. No, it's always in August. It's always last weekend of August. SummerSlam is the last weekend in July this year. Since when? This year. So they're having two pay-per-views in July? All right, so Money I, banks I'm going to go ahead and sign off, and you can Google this, and then you can tell me I was right as we sign off. So for Mari Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been episode 179, the WrestleMania review show of Boot to the Face. We will be back next Sunday where Marty <laughs> is wrong as fuck. <laughs> fuck, I'm going to go broke, man. I got Comic-Con, <laughs> and then the week after I got SummerSlam, I'm fucked. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. We will see you next week. This has been Boot to the Face. Peace. Later. No music. The music thing's fucked up. We'll see y'all.